0: With Jonesy and Amanda. One wonders how the traffic is going around Fairfield, around the showgrounds there, where they've got the mass COVID testing the site. The
1: 24-hour clinic. And hats off to Fairfield. Seriously, you guys, you've been amazing. And you... You are saving all of us, seriously, by this level of testing is wonderful. I know it's been tough. Imagine that, getting tested if you need to leave the area mm-hmm. every 72 hours. And the queues were so long yesterday. I know the Premier has said they are got to try and improve all that. But, oh, thank, thank you for sticking it out. That's tough. I
0: was thinking about... ScoMo on our show, we had Scott Morrison on yesterday and someone came up to me yesterday and said, well, oh, you can get it stuck into him about mucking up the vaccine. I said, mate, it's not about the mucking up of the vaccine. We can't go back and be retrospective about this. Whoever mucked it up, whatever. Right now, this is getting real-er. And when I got my first shot of AstraZeneca back in May, the advice at the time was, well, get the AstraZeneca. There are some risks that come with it, uh, but the risks far Don't outweigh like the disease is a lot worse than the cure. The last thing you want see if if we didn't have a pandemic, you wouldn't have to get a vaccine, would you?
1: No. But then there's a
0: pandemic coming along, and they'll say, "Well, here's a vaccine. This will save you." There are some side
1: effects, but very minimal. But we feel we need
0: to tell you, and everyone's going. But I don't blame people for being concerned, you know. Mm. And newspapers, the Telegraph kept they kept putting the stories about the blood clot stuff out there, and now they've suddenly said, "Oh no, everyone get a vaccine." You know, the media has a great deal of responsibility here. And like good governments, we're supposed to assure people, that doesn't mean hoodwink them, but doesn't mean alarm them as well. So when I got my first shot, I checked with my doctor and the doctor was great. He said, here are the risks. Uh, this is what's going to happen. You will probably get more chance of getting a blood clot if you're a smoker or if you take the birth control pill than you will getting the AstraZeneca shot. So I said, okay, sign me up, I'll do that because I don't want to feel like I'm breathing through concrete. So I got the shot and then the new thing came through to get the shot closer. Instead of 12 weeks, you can move Did it you up? between 4 I and I tried
1: eight. to, but the clinic where I got mine done and it's not my local doctor, I just can't get through on the phone. I'm trying yeah. to book online and, uh, yeah.
0: But, but also in that, the reason uh, – The efficacy of the vaccine doesn't work as well, apparently, when the two doses are closer together. But when you are on the cusp of a breakout, a COVID breakout, then you've got to do everything that you can. And you know what? I'm happy to take a million shots of AstraZeneca if it's going to stop me from being on a ventilator in the hospital. You know, we're hearing the story about that nurse at Westmead. She's tested positive with COVID. She was vaccinated. She was wearing all the PPE
1: we don't know that she
0: caught it at the hospital. Well, that's true. That is true. But still, she was pretty protected. But having said that, she might have... And, and flus and viruses, they're going to be around for a long, long time. We can't keep doing this every time this happens.
1: But we may have to end up... We get vaccinated and then we have a booster. In yeah. the same way, there's a different kind but of flu I don't shot know what happened. Like,
0: we got vaccinated. I've been vaccinated for polio, vaccinated against measles. Smallpox, probably. Yep, Uh uh, hepatitis B when I worked in the sewers mm. I took all those shots and I didn't question anything and
1: when I traveled when we all had to have all those those needles and you go yep yeah. that's
0: what that's but what the cost if is if we post anything online some fool will go oh who's paying you who's what are the Chinese? Chinese on you like what what's wrong with people? Mm. We're in a pandemic. Hundred years ago they did this. And I, the worldwide toll a hundred years ago were fifty million people dead.
1: I've got a friend who works with the Department of Foreign Affairs and she said that she was in a cab the other day and the driver said he wasn't going to have the vaccine because he didn't want people to monitor him. He thought monitor he thought somehow this linked up to some system. And she said, Look, I work for the government. I can tell you we're not interested. <laughs>
0: right. Hang on, do you we're say We're
1: just not interested? The cab driver had a crazy
0: theory. That's unlike them. <laughs> So anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to receptionists at doctor surgeries as well, because I rang my doctor to speed forward my second vaccine. So I'm talking to the lady and, I'm, and I said, and she explained she allayed all my fears and she had all this knowledge, the knowledge that you can get if you look at the government's COVID whatever that thing is, the COVID uh, tells you all the numbers that we get each day. So it'll tell you the risks of uh, the blood clots, what the chances are, and it, it just gives you the information. And so I talked to her for ages and I said, oh, well, I'm ready to go. She said, "Why? Well, I, I can't seem to find you on my um, on my list. And, and we don't have a Dr. Dave here either. I've rung the wrong surgeon. Oh, after all that. Yeah, so she spoke to me for 10 minutes. Wow. And put up with my stupid questions. I can imagine. So good on you. Uh, doctors, uh, surgery nurses and Remember that time
1: you, you came across a not-so-happy receptionist when you had to hand in some oh, test pa- things for testing?
0: My vasectomy sample.
1: Yeah, and you rocked up with that. And Well, she must be cranky having that stuff put on her desk every day, <laughs> but didn't some other guy no, next to no, you... Hang on,
0: let me say... What happened was she. I went in there and I had everything labelled correctly because it was a you know it was a sperm sample, precious cargo. <laughs> to, no, I was to find out if I was no longer virile. Just
1: take your undies in. course, <laughs> yeah. Keep going.
0: <laughs> Are you going to do this throughout. No,
1: you can still be virile. It's f- whether you're well, still no, st- whether, Yes, I'm virile. Now.
0: I can't, I'm, I'm still. Virile. I don't know.
1: If they chopped everything off.
0: <laughs> Just get rid of it mm. all. You don't need that. No, to see if I could still if have. I'm if I can still have <laughs> Fertile. Yeah. Anyway, I get there. She's a <laughs> Russian woman, and she's got my my seed in her hand in a cup. She says, "Have you named everything?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah, it's all there." And she goes, "What is your name?" And she's reading out my name, my address, in front of a packed waiting room. And then she goes, "Have you?" And she goes, "I will check." Takes the the vial out of the bag. <sighs> And then she's holding it in her hand, uh, rolling it all up around. Up to the light. Yeah. Come, what is this? A show? Are you Vera? And then this poor old guy comes in, and he's got a stool sample in oh, a container. No. And then she goes through the whole routine, and the poor old guy's gone red in the face. and said, "Mate, this is what she does. <laughs> <laughs> Join the show. It's what she does."
1: Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.